0: But it doesn't have to be complicated. Before we dive into today's episode, just wanted to remind you of the free weight loss resources that I have on my website, www.eva.fit. Be sure to take a moment, head on over there and grab my free EFT for weight loss video or you can take my weight loss quiz to help you figure out what steps you need to take to kickstart your journey. This puts you on my email list, and I am always sending my email list exclusive goodies like meal plans, promo codes for my programs, tips, hacks, and lots of good stuff. So head on over to www.eva.fit. On today's episode, I have another special guest as part of my interview series. Today's guest is Patricia Manley, host of the I Am Mantuana podcast, healthy living advocate, entrepreneur, and career coach. Patricia's mission is to inspire and motivate women to become the best version of themselves. She works with them from the inside out, helping them to reach their full potential and transform into a confident and happy woman. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about practicing self-love and finding the time to love yourself, even when you're a busy mom, entrepreneur, and also juggling a busy corporate career. Here's my interview with Patricia Manley. So Patricia, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. Tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do.
1: Oh, I am. Well, this is my honor to be here with you. Yeah, talking about talking about what we're going to talk today. But my name is Patricia, Patricia Manley. I am originally from Venezuela in South America, and I came today the day that we are recording this, 18 years ago to the UK. (laughs) And basically, my idea was to spend six months learning the language because I work in technology. I have a degree in engineering. And um, at that time, you know, it's very important that you understand you you speak English uh, quite well. And that was going to help me with my career. But that was my plan was to come for six months. And then... I decided to stay, let's put it in that way. Short story, I really like Europe. I really like the variety of people here. And I was I, I was wondering, like, what if I can stay here? Mm-hmm. So short story, I found an opportunity, a job within my career and in consultancy. And I start working here and I, I moved to UK at the end. I have a um, brief I live for a, a short period in Madrid, in Spain, and then I came here and I'm staying here. So I have been, I, now I have a more than 20 years career in technology. So at the moment, I'm working with a video stream company in Germany, and I'm working from UK, which is quite interesting, working remotely. And I work with a bunch of people. I am a delivery delivery manager there. So that means that I manage a bunch of developers and we develop very interesting projects that um, yeah, we deliver to people. So basically people can, can see videos, can see uh, films, etc. But on the other hand, um, about 10 years ago, I start growing and thinking there have to be more life than just my career. Mm -hmm. and that is when I started looking for opportunities and looking for things like I want to do more life can't be just that and this is how I start a business an online business with all related to health and wellness and that opened an amazing door for me because I started to understand my body, understand myself I'm starting to get more confidence and I'm starting to realize a lot of things so all the things I were learning from my business I was also implementing in my personal life and in my in my professional life mm-hmm. and then you know I start having a team working together and then last year I decided to have a podcast mm-hmm. which I love which is called I am Antwana. That we're going to talk about that probably yeah. later, yeah. which I absolutely love. And then finally this year, by the way, I'm going to launch a program, a coaching program mm-hmm. for um, immigrant women that, that are feeling frustrated at work and at corporate jobs. They want to gain confidence and they want to move to the next level in their career. Wow. So all these is kind of like a different puzzles mm-hmm. of what I want to what my purpose in life Mm -hmm. that is not just being a technical lady like working and you know with a professional career I wanted more and I'm super happy that I'm I'm getting into that into that path now
0: yeah oh my gosh so we um we've been talking because we were doing your interview first and so we've been talking for about two hours now but I just want to tell my (laughs) listeners I when I met Patricia we had Uh, We just like hit it off right away. We met online and we hit it off and we had a Zoom call. And there's just so much about your story and my story. There's just so many similarities. We know we both have um, the Latin American backgrounds and we're both professional women who are also into health and wellness and found it kind of along the way by happenstance. So I just love your story. And I feel like it's a lot of my listeners are busy professional women and also uh, mompreneurs, entrepreneurs, right? And a lot of them are doing both like we are. So we have the high power day job and then we have our business as well. And then we are moms and we have a family to take care of. Tell us a little bit about how you find the balance to do it all and still look amazing and, and prioritize yourself and prioritize your health. Tell us a little bit about what your process looks like.
1: Well, I think a lot of people ask me that and it's like, Patricia, I don't know how to do all this. Looking (laughs) at your Instagram account and all the things that you publish, I'm already tired. That is what people (laughs) always say to me. Yes. I can't do that. But I think it's two things, two important things. One, being very organized, like really have an organized day, Mm -hmm. like really create those spaces where you can plan and create a lot of routine and processes and systems Mm -hmm. around. So... I realized, and especially when pandemic came, that I was a person that need routines mm-hmm. because otherwise I'd go cuckoo crazy. Yes. So <laughs> what happened at the very beginning of the pandemic, for example, was that one week the kids were at school, and by one week they weren't. So they went back, and yep. I have to do my job, my business, and also teaching them online mm-hmm. kind of thing, right? Yeah. And then it was that on and off that it was making me going crazy Mm -hmm. and then I I needed to find a way to adapt myself to that so right so when that was happening it's like okay where's my routine now I need to to switch and have a routine so then okay the routine now is I need to wake up at X, x hour or do this or I need to talk at work and say I need two hours in the middle of the day to really take care of the kids and make food for them mm-hmm. Th- those kind of things right yeah. but that was kind of like they highlighting the fact that I was putting or I have a lot of routines and rituals that I have during the day that allow me to have the time that I need for everything that I want to do and then allowing me to open those spaces to do all the things rather than feel feeling overwhelmed that I need to do a lot of things so. Things like I wake up early before anybody is awake in the morning because I need that 45 minutes before everybody is waking up to do what I call my, my morning rituals, which is meditations, affirmations, uh, reading a book. I need that quiet time in my house. You know how amazing it is to have yes. quiet time when you have two kids running around, you know having quiet time is so valuable Mm -hmm. so I decided to let's say sacrifice a little bit of sleeping for having that quality time because that means that I'm going to start my day feeling really good with myself Mm -hmm. and then everything later works really well so then when I'm at work I am at work so Mm -hmm. I need to be present because a lot of the times I was like there but not there in a meeting but not in a meeting and then Mm -hmm. people start realizing that I wasn't paying attention so that was one of the things and then when I finish work have a clear understanding of like do I need to do exercise so then make sure that I decided which days and at what times and keep them
2: mm-hmm.
1: Why? because for me exercise for example is very important yes and then it's like having those leader leader things mm-hmm. and Things like even things like how you do self development, how you read a book, and that kind of thing in the knocks and crannies of my time. Like I am going to walk, and then oh, I'm washing the plates, and I'm putting a self development thing in my you know rather than listening music, mm-hmm. which I do as well, but rather than listening music, I put some podcast, some right. self development themes. So that is my time of self development when I can I can do those things. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe in balance. I don't think I have a balance as such. Mm-hmm. What I think works for me um, is having these rituals and these systems and these processes that I do that allow me to dump that worry into that is a system. I know that that happened at nine o'clock every single day and then I have that space to think about all the things I want to enjoy and you know you know like enjoy yeah. and, and do. Yes. so i think that is one of the things and the second thing that you are very close to that is all the things related with food with mm-hmm. relating to nutrition mm-hmm. and then have a good um gut health which for me is super important because a lot of things are there so if you're not eating really good dangerous sluggish. you have foggy brain yeah. and you you don't have energy to do anything I think that is such an important piece that a lot of us forget mm-hmm. and it's, it's super important
0: yeah absolutely that's so I I absolutely agree I know um I was talking to someone about balance and she was telling the same thing she's like there is never a balance when you're as busy as we are we cannot balance does not exist um, and something that she mentioned, she was like, it's more of a harmony. It's finding the harmony. It's like a melody, like music, right? And sometimes this instrument is louder than this one. And that's how the music is beautiful and it exactly. changes and it has. And I love that she had that metaphor because it makes, it makes it, I think it, it helps those of us who have so much on our plates, understand that there will be times where it's a little bit more give and take. There will be times when this is more important than that and that's okay. And then it'll kind of figure itself out along the way. So I love how you said that. And yes, having structure and having rituals and having routines is so important. And I always, I always talk about this as just like prioritizing like time blocks and scheduling things and then committing to yourself that like, no, this is when I'm going to work on this. And that is what I'm doing. Like, that is so important, especially for someone like me that I it took me a while to get to that place. I was like, I'll just figure it out. And then you're just overwhelmed because it's just too much. And then you just get yeah. pulled over here and pulled over there. And then you feel frazzled. And then you're stressed out. And you we, we both know what happens when we're stressed out. Nothing yeah. nothing good comes from. Nothing.
1: nothing good like it. Analysis paralysis. Yes. Because are like, oh, I need to do this and that yes. and that. And it's not action mm-hmm. in there. So yes. then it's a cycle of you don't see that anything is happening, you are not resolving any any issue, any problem, any topic. And then right. you feel feel stupid about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then and then you start beating yourself up, it's like, oh, look, I'm so I'm so overwhelmed. It's so stressful, and it's like a lot of the time. What I've noticed is like I overwhelm myself on purpose if I'm not sticking to the plan. If I'm not, I mean, yes, have flexibility in there, but if you just kind yeah. of like go by the seat of your pants, you will be flying all over the place, and then you'll be just a hot mess. So that so I'm glad that you're you're also kind of reminding us. It's like it's so important to when you have so many things to do, you can get it all done, but you have to be very intentional about how you're spending your time and what you're focusing on. So love that you reminded us of that. Now let's talk about the name of your podcast. So tell us about it. So it's called I Am And I had never heard of this word before until I found you. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So tell us what that means and why you chose that name for your podcast.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. I I love Delby's story because Mm It's always the same questions. Like, what is like Mantuana? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is the story. As I say before, I'm originally from Venezuela in South America. So there was this um, uh, this society called Mantuanos that they were in the 18th century in 18th century in Venezuela, and there was a very particular society that just happened in. I think just happened in Venezuela or in very, yeah, I think just happened in Venezuela and they were all concentrated in Caracas, which is the capital of the country. And those, uh, they were very privileged people. They were the landowners at that time. So they were, they they were wealthy. And the women during that time, which they were called Mantuanas, they were obviously beautiful and they, they have a lot of privileges. They have a entourage of people like at the service, they were always with a lot of people, with with them. And things like going to church, for example, they were the only ones allowed to have these, I don't know if you see like all Spanish, actually Spanish like pictures of all 18th centuries, these ladies with like big um, fabrics, like on top, like um, how can I say that? Like, yeah, fabrics on top. Mm-hmm. They were the only ones because that was a privilege, mm-hmm. right? And they were showing that they were Montuanas. But the interesting thing was... That the legends say that apparently they were they were wearing tinkle tinkles, you know, like little bells on the dresses, mm. just to let the people know that amantuana was coming. Wow. So then I translate that into twenty first century into our ourselves, and I wanted my podcast to be an inspiration. To all these women to shine from within. So you know when you have these ladies that go into a room and everybody turns around Mm -hmm. and you're like, wow, she's amazing. Mm -hmm. Not because she's bling bling, she have the best dress or the best hair or she's the most beautiful one. It's just that energy, that aura, that that thing that that people show that you're like attracted to that person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is what I wanted to kind of like help especially immigrant women, that we 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 come from different countries. And sometimes we feel when we arrive in a, in another country that, we are different that we're different mm-hmm. and then we're not going to be them. And then we're not going to lo- be that belonging, that feeling of belonging, we don't have it. Okay. And then we we feel a little bit less sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to bring that to them and say, hey, no, you can shine from within. And mm-hmm. and that the only way that you can shine really my personal opinion is when you shine from within, because yeah. when you are in peace, when you love yourself, you show that to the world, mm-hmm. and people start looking at you differently. You're like, "What happened to you, girl?" And you're <laughs> like, "Nothing. I'm the same one. I just yeah. love myself more. Mm-hmm. I realize that I'm actually beautiful. You know those kind of things." So that, and on the other hand, I am, as I say before, I am from Venezuela. I am from Caracas, and I consider myself privileged because Venezuela is, you know, 80% of the population is poor. Mm-hmm. And then I was in that 20% that have the opportunity to go to university, to the most expensive university in that in the country at that time, and have a degree and travel and they move into to England and you know all these things. So I consider myself uh, and my parents weren't wealthy by the way, like you know, normal parents are they they work really hard, but they gave me the opportunity to experience all these and be privileged above everybody else. So uh, this is what I consider myself also a Montuana. So I want everybody to have that. That is the the story.
0: Oh my gosh, that's so inspiring. And I love that your mission is to inspire and motivate women to become the better, best version of themselves, especially uh, especially immigrant women, right? Because there's so much that that they have to face and, and just like the, the new cultures, the discrimination, the, the judgment, all of that. Um, But I think all women in general, it's just like, even the women that I work with, they struggle so much with just like self-worth and self-love and believing, like truly, truly believing, like you can put on a facade and like put the mask on. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm confident and I can do all things. But when you really get down to the nitty gritty and you ask someone, how do you really feel about yourself? How do you really love yourself? that's where you get the truth, right? That's where like yes. the, 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 the mask comes off and it's like, actually, you know, and they give you all of their their backstory. And, and I, I, I love to inspire women just like you do. to just like, you are so worthy and you are beautiful and you deserve all these things, but sometimes they don't believe it, right? So how, how do you approach this when you're working with women and inspiring them? How do you approach this idea of, of self-acceptance and self-love?
1: Well, everything actually started with me because I was one of those, like mm-hmm. if you ask my friends, if you ask people that know me for years and years, they were like, but what are you talking about Patricia? You're like, you were always like looking in this way, wearing this, you never were like, never suffer things like being overweight or like nothing. It's just like, and if you see in the surface, everything was really good, and fine. Mm-hmm. But then what happened was, when I was looking myself into the in 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 the mirror, I didn't like I didn't like myself. I like hated the people taking pictures of me, or I was like super posting, uh, you know, like trying. Now I still do that, but now I know what are my best angle. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like I didn't like to to people take pictures of me. I was always criticizing my criticizing. The way that I was looking, the clothes, I was buying clothes to, um, you know, to hide the areas that I didn't like it rather than working on them. You know, all these things were inside of me mm-hmm. and I didn't realize until I started to kind of like going into actually everything started when I changed the way that I was eating. Because then I think I start having more clarity right. into like you know into feeling good I was feeling good inside Mm -hmm. and then I start looking outside and and feel like what is the things that I need to work on what what are those areas that I'm not happy with Mm -hmm. and I start a little bit of like self-development journey of trying to find answers of those kind of things mm-hmm. so I was the kind of person that I thought I'm coming from a scientific background so my dad is a doctor and then I went to do engineering with a bunch of guys right so I'm coming from that and then like self-development for me was like for losers like you know I was the kind of person that was going through the workshops and then I was passing the loser station which is self-development <laughs> true true like true But there was a point that someone say oh by the way start reading this book and start and I'm okay I'm going to read it Mm -hmm. and then I really like what I was reading and I started that self-development journey Mm -hmm. the problem with that is when you start that self-development journey to start discovering things that you sometimes don't like and then what happened is you start to we were talking about that before. It's kind of like a little bit of Pandora box. Then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my problem that I have with like the reason why I don't like this about myself is because I have a problem when I was little. Oh, mm-hmm. close. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I don't want to. Yeah. I make the conscious decision to look for them and go through like the pain mm-hmm. of of that.
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: because I knew that after that pain was going to come peace Mm -hmm. and then I was going to be in peace with myself yeah and I think that is that is the point that I always say to people it's it's a process it's not a one two three four steps not Mm -hmm. 12 steps to you know everybody have individual process Mm -hmm. but I think it's making the decision that you want to have that change Mm -hmm. is kind of like the primary thing and when I say making the decision is committed to yourself, then no matter what, no matter how hard it is, you're going through that because with the conviction that after that you're going to feel amazing about you, and that then is worth it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that that is the thing that I will say, um, I will say to anybody. If you don't make the decision here, mm-hmm. uh, I want this change and start searching for it. Even if it's just with a Google mm-hmm. search,
2: mm-hmm.
1: classic, right? Mm-hmm. If You're going to start looking for those answers. That is not going to, that is not going to happen.
0: Right. I agree because I think when, whenever we look at any self-development journey, I think originally, cause it was the same for me. It was like, what is this? What is the self-development? What is this stuff? Right. It's when, when I wasn't open to it. And then a lot of it feels very like, you know, esoteric and very like, yeah, you know, this kind of little little woo here. And I'm a very woo-woo person, but it's like to get that like logically, it's like, I get it, but it's just like, how do I apply it? Right. And I think what what a lot of us, because I know this was my part of my story and my self-love journey has been quite sorted, but it's like for, for me, it was just a matter of in order to start loving yourself, you start with accepting first. And that takes looking in the mirror and not always liking what you see and that's painful and it can be ugly and it can be very uncomfortable and a lot of us if you're anything like me like I want to avoid discomfort so it's like what can I do to not feel this I don't want to feel I don't want to feel this right so for a long time I resisted it I was like I don't I don't want to look in the mirror I don't like what I see you know even just like deep down inside there's some dark periods to it and it can be tough it can be really really tough and then when you really start doing the work and going in like really really within that's when you start seeing your traumas coming in that's when you start seeing your past and your mistakes and then it's for a person like me that judges myself really harshly sometimes it's like then it's like oh I should have done this differently so it's a whole it's a whole journey it's very yeah. like for me it's been obviously it's been a very windy road for me but coming out on the other side and it's a forever thing right but coming out like once you get through the ugly and the messy and the dirty and all of that once you work through that The clarity is so beautiful, you know, and I think that's where I am now where it's just like now I have a ways to go, but the clarity now and the fact that I have this ability to just be aware and like when I am kind of falling down the spiral, I can see like, I know what you're doing you know, I, I know where we're going with this. Let's not, you know, let's choose a different thought. Let's choose a different way to look at this. Right. But if you go through life kind of with blinders on or with like sunglasses in the night, right. It's like, you only see a little bit of what's in front of you. And that's why when, when we talk about a self-love journey, it can be kind of one of those, like, ah, where do I even start? You know, especially if you've gone your whole life, not even being aware that you love or don't love yourself. I know for me, up until yeah. maybe, maybe like two years ago, I was like, wait a minute, what is self-love? I was like, do I love myself? And then I'm like, I don't think I do. I don't even think I know what that means. And that's yeah. where my my whole journey started. So tell us a little bit about why you think just like loving ourselves can be such a challenge for women. And what are some things that we can kind of start to do to be more aware of the challenge there and like kind of switch to like, acceptance and like starting those first few steps? I think
1: one of the things that I can see is that we grow up with this thing that we need to take care of everybody else Mm -hmm. you know like when you are little you have the dollies and then you take care of the dollies you are the nurse you are the doctor that take care for you know these kind of things and and even in at least in the way that i grew in latin america mm-hmm. It's about like the girls are doing this thing oh, yes. taking care cleaning mm-hmm. m- making the house looks x y and say and the kids the, the boys are doing completely different things mm-hmm. they are doing you know the rough things they, they those kind of things so yeah. do you have that ingrained in your head mm-hmm. where you need to you need to do that for everybody else yeah and then also you see that in your parent, in your mom. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I saw that in my mom a lot. Yes. A lot. And actually the episode that I have for this week is, is about being a warrior, like someone that worries too much. Mm. And then sometimes we think that by worrying about your friend, you, your parents, your sisters, your kids, that is a, a way of showing love
2: mm-hmm.
1: because you are taking care of them yes. by worrying about them mm-hmm. in excess. It's okay to worry, but like in excess, like mm-hmm. constantly. Right. And that is the thing. I think we are trained. We are trained since mm-hmm. very, very le- early to take care of everybody else. Yes. But us, mm-hmm. but us internally, mm-hmm. but on the other side, you need to look pretty. Mm-hmm. You need to like be slim. You need mm-hmm. to do this for someone else yes so then you have taking care of everybody else but you Mm -hmm. and then look good for someone else Mm -hmm. but not for you when I think self-love is taking care of yourself first yes and feeling good with yourself Mm -hmm. feeling pretty because you want to feel pretty for yourself not for anybody else and then everybody else will enjoy that Mm -hmm. will you know like by loving yourself everybody else will have the peace that they were they were looking for yeah so I think this is this is the thing that is that it's so hard for us um, and I see some of my friends go through kind of like changing the time that we when they become moms mm-hmm. then we sometimes completely change mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. and then
1: we turn into you know we turn to, we were this person and now we are these other person just because now we have someone to take care and then we forget about all the things that we used to have we don't understand how we dress now because we are a mom we don't understand how to wear your hair why i'm going to wear my my body changed, mm-hmm. so therefore i don't even know how to do this with the new body yeah and all those things to start to like because i have this thing which is you mm-hmm precious the, the most precious thing in the world you your children
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know I don't care
0: yeah
1: I will think about myself later exactly and that is star, that is spiral that you were mention about I don't feeling good and then you go into that spiral I, I saw the other day the spiral name but I don't remember now that spiral thing that you go going that into that loop mm-hmm. feeling terrible about yourself yes until you get to the bottom right what you are trying to teach your children, especially your girls, that you're pretty, you're beautiful, blah blah. blah but do don't feel like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you
1: mention things and say things in front of your kids that, mm. oh, I'm rubbish, I'm this and that. And at the same time, you're mes- sending the message to her that you are the princess, you are the... Yeah. It doesn't work because you see that in your house. Mm-hmm. And yeah. th- in my case was that my mom was taking care of us. She dedicated herself her whole life to us. Mm-hmm. She take care of herself a lot, how she looks, mm-hmm. but because of other people, right. not because she really wanted.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And that
1: was a lot. I think that we have a lot of us in any society, I think.
0: Yeah. And and so we grow up seeing that and it doesn't align, right? Because it's like, it's very similar. So my mom was Puerto Rican and it was that I, and I was telling, I'm dating a new person. And, um, I was telling him the other day, I was like, I was raised by my mother to be a good wife and a good mom. Like, since I was like a baby, like that is what we are ingrained to do. You are a good wife and a good mom. You take care of the house, you cook, you take care of your man. And if you don't, he will leave you. Like that is what she would say to me, and yeah. it's because that is what she was growing up listening to. It's not because she just was trying to destroy <laughs> destroy my self esteem. It was because no, she no, didn't she didn't know any better. That is just what, what what they she was raised to be that way. She raised me to be that way, and so then being in this, in this modern society, right? So I have very traditional uh, a very traditional mentality when it comes to relationships, but it doesn't always work in the modern society because then it's like the gender roles and all that. Everything has changed now. And so, but yes, it's like, you have to do this. And also you have to keep yourself together. You cannot gain weight. You have to be beautiful forever. And so then that affected me as I started getting older, that affected my mental, right? Because I was like, oh my gosh, what happens if, you know, once I had my son, I was like, I can't keep on this baby. I have to lose the baby weight. So I lost the baby weight in the most unhealthy ways because I was like, I can't be fat. I can't do this. I can't be ugly. If I'm ugly, he'll leave me. Like all of these thoughts that we don't even realize are just like, passed down on us and just ingrained because not for any malicious reason only because it's just the way just the way that they were raised right and then the the, our culture is just very much on you know on being beautiful and and looking a certain way and being like this thing And, and so we have this like we're we're like torn in between like being motherly and being the nurturer taking care of everybody else but like you said we take care of ourselves externally but in the meantime inside we're crumbling inside we're empty inside we're lost and we don't even know that's why i was like when i say i didn't know what self-love was i know how to look good i know how to how to put on this, this how to put on the makeup and look fabulous but for so many years i didn't know how to exude that like from the inside like you were saying exuding that like love and that love for myself, compassion for myself, the self-confidence that comes not from what I look like on the outside, but from what I felt on the inside. And I think that is so, so important for, for us as women to just realize that if it doesn't come from the inside, eventually the outside starts to crack
2: eventually. Absolutely.
0: Right. Absolutely. And it comes out in so many different ways. Tell us a little bit about kind of how you've seen that maybe with people that you've worked with or for, or for yourself, maybe, um, like just like the, for being disconnected, the inside and the outside, having that disconnect.
1: Well, that disconnection, as you say, at some point you start seeing the cracks, mm-hmm. even though you try, I have several examples, but I think I will put myself as example, mm-hmm. the other way around. For me, it was interesting the, how things has been going now the moment that I start kind of like going into that journey of self-love and understand and I set myself what something that you say was very important I'm very curvy like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. curvy and but I grew in the time of people like Kate Moss all mm-hmm. that this kind of like yes. super skinny uh-huh. So at that time, I wanted to be like you know, like sort of k Moss kind of thing, like mm-hmm. nothing yeah. in the front, nothing in the back, <laughs> no hips, yeah. not anything. And I always think, why I didn't, you know, when I'm not 18 at this time when mm-hmm. everything is about be curvy, curves, but, <laughs> yeah, curves and curves, yeah, but. At that time, I wanted to be that, but at the same time, I wanted to feel sexy and, mm-hmm. and those kind of things. Uh, and definitely didn't happen. What I noticed was that I first, I accept that, that I'm not going to be Kimball ever, ever. Mm-hmm. So now I'm accepting the way that I look now. But internally, when the change started, people started seeing me different, mm. like different, um, like more even a friend of mine like a female friend at all my age she say that the other day it's like you are very sexy and I'm like <laughs> what are you talking about like yes you are and I'm like really <laughs> and it's not because I do it on purpose it's because I feel not like I'm going to act sexy but I feel that I have that in me yeah and the way that I can look at someone or do my hair or move my look like sexy but I am the same person mm-hmm. it's just that I'm love myself inside I'm more confident in how I look yeah. and therefore that is translated to people into she's more confident mm-hmm. she is you know look how she move or look like how sexy she looks or whatever mm-hmm. and I I found that quite interesting that when I was trying my heart To look sexy, to look this, to be that, I never get it. Mm. Probably people was looking at me, but I never feel like it. So therefore, I wasn't transmitting that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then I have these fast, you know, this face and this look and these kind of things, but I never feel myself in that way.
0: Yeah.
1: And what happened, and especially I found and when I became a mom for the second time was when that hate most because I was now officially buying clothes to to hide in the things. I was in the same way that I was before when I when I was pregnant, but my body was different. Yeah. And I didn't like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Yeah. So those cracks, it started. I start feeling like lonely. I start feeling like what I'm doing in my job. I have a massive. I have a massive crisis at, at work because I was like, where I'm going, who I am. This is my age. The BP at that time was almost like two or three years. Um, a, older than me and I was like I am here and he's the VP and Mm -hmm. I'm just like a senior consultant like what I'm doing and that I even went into comparing myself with at that time I don't remember her surname but was that she became the CEO of Yahoo Mm -hmm. Maria something Mm -hmm. the CEO of Yahoo Mm -hmm. and she was my age Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I was upset with myself because I wasn't in a different place professionally right Comparing myself with Maria something mm-hmm. that was a CEO of Yahoo and have twins at the age of whatever, mm-hmm. and then two or three way three, two or three weeks later she started working, mm-hmm. and I feel mm-hmm. I was crying. Wow! But those were the signs of that cracking. Yes, that I was looking good, I was looking very professional, but inside I wasn't feeling totally unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can spend years and years feeling unfulfilled and not being able to express yourself until it's late or until you start having things like drinking too much Mm -hmm. and then being silly when you're drinking, Mm -hmm. like going from one one glass a week to one bottle a day and Mm -hmm. those kind of things. I never went to that place, but I have seen that.
0: Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) I used to drink a bottle of wine a night, so yes. (laughs) I
1: and could you like like, total normal, like yeah. that is my way to kind of like, no, I'm just relaxing.
0: Yes. I thought I it's called it good. numbing. I'm un- numbing it out. I'm unwinding. I was like, no, I have a drinking problem <laughs> because I was avoiding, just like you're saying, because I was, there was so much pain and I didn't know how to face it. And I didn't know what it was called and I didn't know how to address it. And I didn't know that it was because of how I was feeling about myself. So yeah, we crack in different ways. And you don't realize it until it just like something hits you and then you're like, wait, whoa, wait a minute, I have to do something, right? And it's, those Uh are the things And I, when I do shows like this and I talk about self-love, it's like, if I can find someone that can listen to the show and can, before they hit that, that rock bottom or before they get to a place where they're drinking a bottle of wine a night to, to escape or avoid or whatever, or overeating, you know, eating their emotions or you know, just mistreating themselves. But if I can get someone to right before there so that like I've been there so that you don't have to go through it, then like for me, it's like my mission is complete. So like I can absolutely relate. And I know you have an episode that I was listening to before we started recording about like your practical tips for self-love and like what you've done and what's worked for you. Can you share some of those tips for our listeners that like Maybe it's like, I know I need to start doing a little bit more and start prioritizing myself or learning how to love myself, but I just don't know where to start. Where, what are some things that you could say like, Hey, start here, you know, try these things. These are the things that, you know, worked for me and, or I worked for somebody that I, that I worked with and that so that they can just have some tangible things. So if someone's listening to us, and like, I get it. I'm there, but where do I start? Right. Yeah.
1: And I love that question because I'm exactly that kind of person. Is like this is beautiful. I understand the theory. How can I do this? Yes, <laughs> because I don't understand the steps here. Like where where do I start? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, like first is like understand what is your definition of self care because they have preconception of self care is having a massage or going to a spa and mm-hmm. then spend a lot of money on that. Yeah. But actually. What is a self-care for you? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just a cup of coffee or hot chocolate or having a bath yeah. or, you know, having, you know, a mask in your, in your house mm-hmm. and having those little moments for you. Mm-hmm. Decide that it's for you yeah. and having them. You don't need two hours. You don't need a half day in a spa to feel renovated. Mm-hmm. It could be just 50 minutes. Yeah. It could be that 50 minutes in on Sunday that will help you to kind of like oh I feel good with myself what is that thing some people is like manicure or like doing a money on a pedicure for me just putting just washing my hair blow dry my hair and putting a mask in my face mm-hmm. and even if I'm iron the uniforms for the following day for the kids but I'm having that for me right. that is a little bit of self-care mm-hmm. so having those little treatments that you like i deserve this that doesn't involve necessary chocolates or, right. <laughs> or wine right right <laughs> sometimes you're like i deserve my glass or my bottle of wine but yeah. no those things that make you feel like nice with yourself mm-hmm. like, what is that thing and start practicing decide when you want to do it during the week and try to do at least once a week
2: mm-hmm.
1: but the important thing is having that time for you mm-hmm. that is super important yes. and just yes. I always say to people start with little things mm-hmm. don't pretend to have four hours for you every Saturday because if you have kids Mm-mm. you need to do the shopping right. it's absolutely impossible they have those 50 minutes that could be that the starting point of feeling better with yourself mm-hmm. then the other thing that I, for me really works, but sometimes really hard is having these morning rituals that I always, I'm so passionate about having morning rituals mm-hmm. and he's waking up a little bit early and probably some of you listening will be like, Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> like I work out with the kids, but yeah. basically it's like, just wait again. If it's 10 minutes before 50 minutes before start with like little tiny things and do one thing for yourself. That that could be it's just sitting in your sofa with a cup of, of coffee or tea,
2: mm-hmm.
1: doing nothing, just like, just like enjoying the silence in your house. That is super important. In my case now, I I do my morning rituals, and I involve I work up, I do I have um, a cup of tea, and then I sit down. I do at least ten minutes of meditation. Mm-hmm. I can't do much because mm-hmm. it's super busy. So I do. 25 to 30 minutes for me mm-hmm. so that involves 10 minutes of meditation then I, I do five minutes of gratitude or a little bit less I just do like five things I'm grateful for mm-hmm. gratitude is so important yes and trust me as I say before I'm the one that was skipping <laughs> the aisle of self-help yes. and this thing about gratitude I was like what is that just by (laughs) writing a list of things I'm grateful for but actually make you feel good with yourself and make it like actually it's not bad yeah and it could be anything it could be like the nice coffee that my husband did for me yesterday or my you know spending time playing bingo with my kids I don't know like Mm -hmm. whatever like very little things yes the sunset this morning the sunset was amazing like being able to see that like anything
2: mm-hmm.
1: five things that you're grateful for then I do five minutes reading by the dot because I was always wanted to read 10 pages per day realize that I can't do that like yeah. no not time yeah. but like whatever it takes if it's one page or two pages it's five minutes I put my alarm in my phone five minutes and have that little bit of development the self-development There, if you're not a self-development person yeah take your favorite book mm-hmm. and start reading and if you don't like reading because some people don't like reading mm-hmm. audiobook so yeah. put an audiobook something that you like listen for five minutes and that will fill your soul yes and then i do a little bit of affirmations and again a lot of people don't i was one of the ones like what is the point of saying i love myself <laughs> if i don't believe
0: really? <laughs> right, so, right.
1: You know, like you need to find the right feed for you. Yes. But having a couple of mantras of affirmations that say everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Just saying that everything's going to be okay today and really believing, but something that you really feel like. Yes. So doing affirmations is not saying 20 things for the sake of, mm-hmm. it's actually it's just one thing that i want to survive today that was today for me actually i was like (laughs) i have so many things i need to do then i will go through everything and is everything is going to be okay and you know what happened everything was okay i was able to do all the things Mm -hmm. and it was okay so affirmations whatever you feel that will work for you repeat that and you will feel better better with that and another thing that I'm doing that lately that is really good is breath work. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I was like, what is the point of every <laughs> single time? Yeah. But just at four, seven, eight, count, like mm-hmm. literally go in four, count four, keep it for seven seconds or count on to seven and then breathe out for eight, three times, Yes, done. Mm-hmm. Then let's start the day. That for me start those little tiny things and and it's what we were talking before it's about baby steps Mm -hmm. you are not going to notice a big change overnight right not even in in two weeks not even Mm -hmm. in a month it will take months but if you are one percent better Mm -hmm. every single day by the end of that year you will feel amazing
2: Mm -hmm.
1: amazing so so then when you start doing those things that self-acceptance that standing in the mirror and looking yourself and then start feeling like okay what are the things that I don't like about myself here Mm -hmm. what can I do about that I am a very action person Mm -hmm. so it's like why you complain 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 a lot about I don't like my muffin top if I call it you know like the
2: little
1: Mm -hmm. yeah the little things that you you have sometimes (laughs) in your belly like right so what can i do mm-hmm. so rather than concentrate like why i'm not losing weight why i'm not losing these these handles around mm-hmm. my you know my waist yeah instead of concentrating on that concentrating the action that you need to do every single day
0: right
1: you know it could be just start with 10 squats every single day mm-hmm. the same just ten. yeah don't worry about going to the gym killing yourself going to the spinning classes that you don't like mm-hmm. but everybody say that is amazing. Yeah. 10, 10 squats. Yes. Walk 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like start with something that is going to take you towards reducing those things that you don't like about your body. Right. And then that 1% that you do every single day, at some point you will look into your mirror or you will go to the shops to buy a pair of trousers, mm-hmm. pair of pants. And then you're like, oh my God, I need one size less. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that that kind of like little small victories, as I call it, that are much better than big band, Yes, you know, one yeah. month I'm going to start myself and have a big band. Okay. No, it's the smaller, little tiny changes. Yes. That will make that. And at some point you will, in your journey, you will be like, I love what I'm looking at the mirror now. Mm. And you will be you will feel so proud of yourself because you know all the, the work mentally and physically that took you to to get there right and now that is the best satisfaction I think
0: absolutely oh I love it I love it Uh, I think this is a great place to um to let our listeners know where they can find you so they can learn more about you Um, obviously uh subscribe to your podcast and I will put that all in the show notes but how can we where where can you be found well, um, I think the easiest
1: place is Instagram. Uh, my personal one is La UK, and then in the show notes you will you will see how it's spelling. And then my Instagram account for my podcast is I am Antwana, and that is also in all the platforms that you can find. Yeah, so I will absolutely love to connect with anybody, any of your listeners, because I know that you know, like we are such a like person yes. that yeah. Definitely, will be lovely to to connect with anybody. Yes, one, you know, a little bit more about. And actually, and also, I mean, the other side of the world. So, in the other yeah. side of the pond, so <laughs> completely
0: different. Um, is a slightly different experiences and mm-hmm. you know things. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, Patricia, thank you so much. I will put all of that in the show notes so my listeners can follow you and subscribe to your amazing podcast. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you for inspiring us. Thank you so much. Thank you, Emma. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. At the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body, and the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey. I'll talk to you next week.